well, 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 and welcome back. <laughs> How are you? Did you have a lovely day yesterday? I did. Even though I was at work, never mind. <laughs> Today, oh, it's lovely. Happy Saturday. So, it's Saturday. What are you doing? What have you got planned? I have got to go shopping, first of all. Then, we are having spaghetti bolognese for tea. So, I'm going to make that. And then... I am going round to see my mummy. So, <laughs> I'm going to go and take my children so that they can see their grandma. And I think my sister's going to be there as well with her baby. So, there you go. Going to be lots of us all there. And then we're going to come back and eat some spaghetti bolognese. Yummy, yum, yum. And... I've also got some cakes for afterwards. Oh, I can't wait. <laughs> Not chocolate cakes. Not chocolate cakes. Cream cakes, though. They've got cream inside them. Mwah, yummy, yum. Does that sound good? It does. It does to me. But that's a long way off. That is tea time, which is, oh my goodness, hours away. So we've got the whole day first. So before we start, before we do any of that, how about I read today's story? Yeah, start the day off well. So, if you recall yesterday, Naughty Wink started an argument with Binky and they turned themselves into a puff of smoke and a bad smell. So... They had to go, the children had to go and find which Wendell. So, here goes. Chapter 23. What happened in the land of spells? Are you sitting comfortably? Good, then I'll begin. The witch led the way to where the wishing chair stood waiting patiently on the edge of the cloud, its wings flapping gently. Oh, that's a really wonderful chair of yours, she said. I only wish I had one like it. They all sat in it. To the land of spells, the witch commanded, and the chair at once rose into the air. It left the cloud and the curious castle built in the air, and flew steadily to the north. I'm very glad to have back my wand, said Witch Wendell. Luckily, it is only my third best one. If it had been my best one, the magic would have been so powerful that it would have shriveled Winks up as soon as he touched it. Molly and Peter at once made up their minds that they would never, never touch any wand belonging to a witch or a wizard. Goodness, what a blessing that it had been only the witch's third best wand and not her best one. The chair flew on for a long while and the, the witch pointed out the interesting places they passed. The village of the stupids, the country of no goods, the land of try again and all 
kinds of places the children had never heard of before. They stared down at them in interest. What's the land of spells like? asked Molly. Well, it's a strange land, really, said the witch. All kinds of spells wander about and bump into you. Invisible spells to make you invisible. Tall spells to make you tall. Laughter spells to make you laugh. And they've only got to touch you to affect you at once. Oh dear, said Molly in alarm. I don't like the sound of that at all. Oh, you needn't worry, said Witch Wendell. They only affect you whilst they bump into you. As soon as they drift away, you're all right again. We shall just have to look out for a puff of smoke and detect a horrid smell. Then we shall know we've got Winks and Binky and I must do my best to put them right for you. The chair flew rapidly downwards and landed in a very peculiar place. It was full of a bluey-green mist and odd sounds went on all the time. Sounds of rumbling, sounds of music, of bells and of the wind blowing strongly. The get-off got off the chair. Now, take hands, said the witch, and keep together, please. You're all right so long as you're with me because I am a mistress of all spells. But don't slip away, for goodness sake, or you may get changed into a white butterfly or a blue beetle, and I would find it difficult to know you again. Molly and Peter held hands very hard indeed, and Molly took the witch's hand too. And then all kinds of extraordinary things began to happen. A trail of little yellow bubbles bumped into Molly, and, to Peter's great alarm, Molly's neck grew alarmingly long and shot up almost as tall as a tree. She was very alarmed too. It's all right, said Witch Wendell. It will pass as soon as the trail of bubbles goes. She was right. When the bubbles flew off in another direction, Molly's neck came down to its right size. Oh, you did look strange, Molly, said Peter. Don't do that again. It was odd to think of spells wandering about like this. Molly began to look out for them and try to dodge them. She dodged a silvery mist, but it wound itself around Witch Wendell, and she at once disappeared completely. Where's she gone? cried Peter in fright. Well, I've still got hold of her hand, said Molly. I think she's only invisible, but she's here all right. Yes, I'm here, said the witch's voice. As soon as the silvery mist cleared away, she became visible again and smiled down at the children. <laughs> I didn't see that spell coming or I would have dodged it, she said. Oh dear, here's an annoying one coming. Something that looked like a, a little shower of white snowflakes came dropping down on them. The witch changed into a big white bear. Peter changed into a white goat and Molly into a white cat that lasted about two minutes. They were all very glad when they were back to their right shapes again. They went wandering through the peculiar misty land, listening to the odd noises around, trying to dodge the spells that came near them. 
the witch put out her hand and captured a tiny little spell floating through the air. It looked like a small white daisy. Oh, I've always wanted this spell, she said to the children. It's a good spell. If you put it under a baby's pillow, it makes a child grow up as pretty as a flower. Suddenly, Peter stopped and sniffed. Pooh, what a smell of bad fish, he said. I'm sure that must be Winks. Can you smell a horrid smell, Witch Wendell? Oh, I should think I can, said the witch. She took a small bottle out of her pocket and uncorked it. Come here to me, you bad little smell. Into this bottle you'll fit very well, she sang. And the children saw a very faint purplish streak streaming into the bottle. The witch corked it up. Well, we've got winks all right, she said. Now for Binky. Look, here comes a puff of green smoke. Would that be him? Yes, said Peter, I'm sure it is. He and Winks would be certain to keep together. The witch took a small pair of bellows from under her long flowing cloak and held them out to the puff of green smoke, which was hovering near. She opened the bellows and drew in the puff of smoke. She hung the bellows on her belt again. And now we've got Binky, she said. Good, we'd better get back home now and see what we can do with them. It's so easy to change people into bad smells and green smoke. Any beginner can do that. But it takes a powerful witch or wizard to change them back to their own shapes again. They walked back to find the wishing chair, still bumping into curious spells every now and then. Molly walked into a too big spell and immediately towered over the witch and Peter, but she went back to her own size almost at once. The witch bumped into a train of bright bubbles that burst as they touched her. When they looked at her, they saw that she had changed into a beautiful young girl and they were amazed, but she was soon her old self again. Well, that was a nice spell, she said with a sigh. <sighs> I should like to have caught that spell and kept it. Ah, is that the wishing chair? Oh, yes, but there's only half of it, said Molly in surprise. Oh, I see, it's just been touched by an invisible spell. It's coming all right again now. Soon they were sitting in the chair. To the children's playroom, commanded the witch, and hurry! The puff of smoke is the in the bellows is trying to get out. We'll lose Binky forever if he puffs himself out and gets lost on the wind. Oh dear, said Molly. Do hurry, wishing chair. The wishing chair hurried so much that the witch lost her hat in the wind and the chair had to go back for it. But at last they were flying down to the playroom and in at the door. Thank goodness. The witch got carefully out of the chair. She took the bellows from her waist. Is there a suit of Binky's anywhere, she asked. Molly got Binky's second best one from the cupboard. Hold it up, said the witch. That's right. Now, watch. Molly held up the little green suit. The witch took the bellows and blew it, blew with them. 
green smoke came from them and filled the little suit, billowing it out. And would you believe it, it was Binky himself filling it out, growing arms and legs and head. And there he was, standing before them in his second best suit, looking rather scared after his curious stay in the land of spells. <clears throat> then it was Wink's turn. The witch asked for the teapot and took off the lid. She uncorked the bottle in which she had put the bad smell and emptied it into the teapot. She put on the lid. Then she lifted up the teapot and poured something out of the spout, singing as she did so. Teapot, teapot, pour for me a brownie naughty as can be. He's not as clever as he thinks, that wicked, willful, little winks. And before the children's astonished eyes, the teapot poured out winks. He came out in a kind of stream, which somehow built itself up into winks itself. When winks saw which Wendell, he went very red and tried to hide behind the sofa. She pulled him out, saying, Who stole my wand? Who changed Binky into a puff of smoke? Well, he changed me into a bad smell, said Winks, beginning to sniff. He at least used his own wand to do it with, said the witch. Winks, I'm sending you back to Mr Grimm's school. You've got a lot to learn. Winks howled so loudly that Molly felt very sorry for him. Oh, please, she said, could he just stay with us till we go back to boarding school? We might have another adventure, a nice one. Very well, said Witch Wendell, one week more. Don't sniff like that, Winks, you bring all your trouble on yourself. I'm sorry, Witch Wendell, wailed Winks. You'll be sorry till next time, then you'll do something tiresome once more and be sorry all over again, said the witch. I know you, Winks. Well, goodbye, children. I'm very pleased to have met you. And by the way, may I sometimes borrow that wishing chair of yours when you're at school? It would be such a treat for me to do my shopping in it sometimes. Oh, yes, please do, said Molly at once. It would be a nice return for all your help. You'll have to go to Binky's mother to borrow it. When we're at school, he keeps it there. Thank you, said the witch, and off she went. Binky turned to Winks. We were sorry, silly to quarrel like that, he said. I'm sorry I turned you into a bad smell, Winks. Go and wash. I still think you smell a bit yucky. And so he did. And it was two or three days before he smelt like a brownie again. You just can't meddle with spells, you know. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Honestly, it's a good job my children don't have wands with magic in them. Because if they argued, they'd turn each other into all sorts of things. I'd have little spiders and beetles and... All sorts of things running around the place. Oh, because they wouldn't turn each other into anything nice. It would be something horrible. I know, my children. <laughs> so, what would you do if you had a magic wand? Would you use it for good or would you use it for bad, naughty things?
Hmm. Be interesting for you to tell me, won't it? <laughs> Anyhow, that is the story for today. So, you have a wonderful day doing whatever you're planning to do. Have a wonderful tea, because we're going to have a wonderful tea. <gasps> Spaghetti bolognese, that sounds yummy. So looking forward to that. And I will see you all again tomorrow. So you make sure, have a lovely day. Make sure you have fun. Make sure you take care. Make sure, above all, you stay safe. And I'll see you all tomorrow. Bye for now.